This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Liss. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Oh, my God, I can't believe we're back. Holy hell, Tuesday, jizzing in my anal. We are here, folks. We got a weird one today. <laughs> pube? Yeah, pube in there. I think it's one of yours. Gleam in the pube. And, uh, wow, a, a, a Christian Slater joint. <laughs> I love that film. Yeah, that was a skateboard movie from the 80s with Tony Hawk's in it. Yeah, it was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. What? Yeah, I remember being like, ooh, we saw this movie. Oh, wow. I saw Dirty Dancing. Is that R? I don't know. I, that was my first direction that I'm aware of. Interesting. Yeah, I remember seeing it on my floor. I was looking at the TV. My parents were on the, the boner? couch. Boner? Boner. <laughs> it was on the floor? Yeah, I took it off. Put it on the floor. <laughs> Somebody swept it up. Never saw it again. But yeah, I got I got a boner when the... Uh, the I think we've argued about this, but the two women were doing that scene together where they like they're like crawling towards each other. Oh, baby. yeah. Yes. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. They're in their underwear and workout gear. It's unreal. Uh-huh. So, I, yeah, first boner. For me, the Billy Idol video, Rock the Cradle. It was like, ah. a, it was like a nerd. They're, like, whipping his glasses off, and she's crawling. Also crawl. Wow. We like to crawl. Yeah, well, we see where you got your whole sexual thing from. Oh, yeah, the nerd. They're breaking his glasses and crawling. Yeah, I don't know. But they never came in his face or anything, so I don't know yeah. where that came from. But... I wonder where that came Maybe you saw like, somebody getting a pie in the face years ago. I don't know. Maybe when I was young, my mother sat on my face or something. I think, maybe. you know, Freud thinks it's all motherly. So maybe she was sitting on my dad's face and I walked in. I don't remember or suppressed it. Yeah, maybe she's, you were laying on the floor reading a mad magazine and she slipped and got, you got a mouthful <laughs> of gash. Oh, a mouthful of gash. Well, they, the mother thing, I think there's something there, because uh, there's a photo. Oh, it's going to sound horrible. There we go. There's a photo in my home, uh, of my childhood home, of my mom and dad in their 20s. Uh-huh. And they're at some dinner party. My dad looks great. He's like a young buck. He's got a sweater on. He's got a little facial hair and a, and a nice tussle of, of his hair. And my mom is thin as a rail. She's got like long black hair, very 60s. She looks like Cher, like a young Cher. Nice. And uh, I think seeing that photo kind of, because I like that look. I like the black hair, the dark eyes, the straight hair. And I think that might have, you know, melded something for me. Interesting. I'm not attracted to her, obviously. Of I'm just course saying, not. You don't have to say that. Yeah, I'm just saying that look. I think it's st- stuck in my wiring somehow. Interesting. Yeah. See, I don't know, because my mother is very different than what I'm into. Ah! She's uh, you know, fair skin, fair hair. That's true. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's a mom. Yeah, she's got a she's mommy. Yeah, yeah, she's mommy. But I like a petite, you know, you, boy. You know, it's issue about you is you tend to like a quieter, more distant lady, and your mom's all over you. Yes, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, you went the other way. Well, she, I try to be. To the girl, what she was for me. Oh. I'll help you. I'll bring you. I can take care of you. I can blow you. That's great. You know, that could be something. I can sit on your face. Freud. 
Freud did it again. That coke-headed gook. Vienna. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of uh, nothing that we're speaking of, we should warn you, we have a guest coming in. Oh, my God. And we haven't had a guest since 1988, but yeah. that's how special this guy is. We love this guy. He's a fantastic comedian, a hell of a chap, and just a good egg. Good chap, good Chad. Yes, Chad Daniels. Chaddy Daniels is coming. He's a, he's a little late. He's been in the basement drinking coffee for about five hours. It's probably good that he's a little late because it lets us churn the butter a little bit. Then he comes in and spreads it. His speech is called Go For It. Remember Matt Foley? <laughs> oh, yeah. At the funniest part of the whole Matt Foley sketch to me is the intro, Phil Hartman. He's been in the basement drinking coffee for five hours. Oh, yeah. And the classic. name of the speech is go for it. <laughs> and he never says anything motivational whatsoever. Yeah, boy. So good. That That's an Odenkirk. Seeing, oh, is that right? That's an Odenkirk joint. I did joint. not know that. Yeah. Seeing that in real time, I saw that on Saturday night in 1990-whatever, and it was like David Spade couldn't keep it in. Christina Applegate was the guest. Yeah. Fell through the table in a van. But, I mean, that was unreal. That was TV. So funny. So good. It's not TV. It's HBO. It's TV. Uh, have you been watching Curb? I'm all I'm, I'm halfway through the last one. I fell asleep last night. Oh boy, I'm loving. It. I was w- wicked tired. And I was on 18 sleeping pills. Wicked tired. What are you in Boston? I'm from Southie. Well, how do you like these apples? I never. I hated that scene. I hate the whole scene. I hate everything about that scene. Well, you're a Bean Town native, somewhat the suburbs. Yeah, but... it's, just, it's just insane. That scene's insane. But the worst. Can we talk about this, please. One of the my least favorite. Things in any movie ever is in Good Will Hunting. Wow. Especially, I thought this even before therapy, but now in therapy. Did we talk about this already? Well, the, uh, it's not your fault. Don't well, fuck with me, Sean. That scene, but the, the scene after that, they do that whole thing, and then this guy, this poor kid, he's an orphan, his parents beat him, he's, his dad beat him, and he's an orphan, the whole thing. Uh-huh. He's going to therapy, he took all this stuff to go through all these steroids, he finally gets to therapy, and then he goes to say... Thank you, or I love you, to Sean, Rob uh-huh. Williams. And he goes, I know. He cuts him off. Uh-huh. He goes, Sean, I just want to... And he goes, I know. Oh, interesting. We were like this. What the fuck kind of therapist would do that? Maybe he's that's saying... That's a breakthrough. Yeah, but he's saying, I know, and I don't need to... You don't need to do it. I know but it's hard for you. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. That's yeah. what he needs to do. That's the breakthrough. He's right. trying to express his feeling and love for the first time ever in his life, and you cut him off. Interesting. What an asshole. Never thought about that. You I'm got a glad point. you're dead, Williams. Wow. No, I'm kidding. It's not the character. It's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The character's probably dead, too. Maybe he's alive. Who ah, knows? he's dead. Bunker Hill. Wow, that's a good point. I like that. It's very strange to me. I'm going to bring it up to Alan when I'm, I see him. I'm going there later. Maybe I'll bring Don't it up. Don't steal my theory. Right, I'm saving it. I'll I've been bring up on a, this. I'll bring up the Freud mom thing. Yeah, please do. Yeah, we'll see what he has to say about that. Oh, boy. What did you think of Cranston playing the therapist in Curb? Loved it. Fun. Loved it. Played it straight as an arrow, and it was perfect. I have to tell you, when I went to therapy when I was a kid, this is a story, when I was a, a child, they sent me, because I didn't talk, I was like a real lunatic, they just sat there staring out the window like a maniac, uh-huh. so they sent me to therapy, and uh, the therapist said, he's like, he was the one that was like, you're babying your son too much. Oh, wow. But he said, draw a picture of your, your house, because he wanted to go talk to my mother, to like tell her the assessment, and he's like, here's a pen and paper, go draw, or crayons, whatever, make a picture of the house, and then I drew it. 
as an aerial photograph floor plan. Wow. That's how I drew the house. Oh, that's pretty advanced. They said draw a house, and the, the guy's like, he shit his pants because he's expecting like a rectangle with a triangle on top sure, with a billow little, of smoke. Little, little chimney, yeah. No chimney. I did like a floor plan with the door open, and I was like, this is the Nintendo. My remotes are out, oh and the whole thing. Oh, my God. That's the OCD autism kicking in. It was a real above autism. Yes. I have that. The AA. I don't want autism. No. I'll go there. But you're, you're Rain Man. I shave my pubes. I can't stop scratching over oh. there. Oh. You know what I love is when you shave your pubes and it starts itching and you go, oh, what do I? Oh, yeah, I shave my pubes. Yes. I love that moment. The I'm relief. Like, oh. Yeah, that relief. I'm relief like, okay. is good. I love a good relief. I'll tell you, I had that pebble pone out of my gums last week and yeah. uh, I felt so good after. Oh, pop, pop. Fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Yes, that was a big chant in my home as a child. Some guy tweeted at me. He said this uh, Asian fella at my steam room is probably a big gay. With you the think so? Hanging out. That's what he said. He's like, there's a guy that goes from steam room to sauna in his place, and he said he's gay as an arrow. With the anal hanging out and the thank yous. The, I don't know about the thank you. That might just be a language barrier, but I think the butt cheek exposed is like a real, again, a gays. We need these gays to write in. Yes, call in, homos. But here's the thing. I like this gay because he's throwing it out there, and there's no aggression. If you're not into it, you're not into it. True. If you are, bring it on. True. There's a little aggression because his butt is exposed. It's a little yeah, yucky. But it's an Asian butt. It's harmless. Yeah, I don't know what's harmful and harmless anymore. It's very tricky now. I, I, I've said it before. I'm so glad I'm sober and married and just off the charts or off the boat, whatever. Yeah, yeah, off the rocker. What, I, what am I off of? Off the uh... meds? <laughs> you wish. Off what do you call the... it? Off the market. Oh, the market. Oh, there it is. We should have known your name is in there. I know. That's a female you, a market. Aha! Uh-huh. I'll take it. Boy, I'm hot today. Here we go. You're a marksman. Boy, Chad can't get here soon enough. Well, he's in for a world of hell because he doesn't know what's coming. I'm going to request a story. He told me a great story before about a hockey game and a parent, Ooh. and I really loved it. So he, I might request. I heard a story once about him about a, a quite the fisticuffs at a bar. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he can kick some ass. This he's, guy, he's, he's a like rough and tumble. Yeah, he's a Minnesota hockey guy, so he oh. can really beat the snot out of you. I think. Yeah, and he, he walks tall like Chief in Cuckoo's Nest. You know, he's a real, <laughs> real statuesque douche. Well, Chief was more of a basketball player. That's Remember true. Thing? That's true. Yeah. Fuck that shit. What would he say? Do it, Chief. Slam it. That guy. uh Jump up and stuff her in the basket. <laughs> My favorite is that he says, vote on her. And that's it's World Series time, so I always think of Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, yeah. Want to watch the World Series? Oh, man, what a great movie. Although the World Series is probably over now. We're posting this in the past. This is how weird my dad is. When I was, I remember watching that movie as a kid, and Chief would, you know, he'd walk from one court, side of the court to the other. Yes. And my dad would go, God, he's got a beautiful walk. Oh, wow. And I was always like, that's a little weird thing for a man to say, but I'll take it. Oh, boy. He walks beautifully. I told you I had a friend that uh, I suspected might be gay, and he was watching a commercial, and he said, look at the way he fills in those pants. Whoa! Yeah, and I was like, well, that's it. That's a red alarm, four alarm fire. Yeah, yeah, that's a flaming fire there. Well, I uh, one time I used to live with this guy in Brooklyn, and I don't know what his deal was. He was a virgin, and he was very religious, so you never know. But uh, one time I was walking around the apartment in just jeans, no shoes, and, a, and no shirt, like I was getting ready, and he goes... 
you know, there's something about a man in jeans and no shirt. Oh, really? And I went, noted, and I never left my room. Wow. Boy, I, I love jeans, no shirt, on a man or a woman. It is very sexy, I have it's to say. It's a good look. Yeah, it's very American. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I love the... Uh, sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Our guest is running a little late here. Yeah, we're all bummed because we love the guy. We wanna, want you to hear him. But it looks like he might be an offender bender or Ooh. maybe he turned gay. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. uh, the Uber's changed, so... Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should just tell the stories we know. Sign his name to him. Oh, that's not bad. But I, I want to talk about this jeans, no shirt still. Well, the funny thing is people lo- hate a guest anyway, so they're probably going, yeah! Yeah, thank God. Yeah, this well, guy. They, the fucking fans probably threw out one of those spike things. <laughs> I love those things. Doesn't it seem fun when you just toss it across the street? I love that. Yeah, it really works, too. You see those tires go, boom, boom, boom. Yes. I was saying this earlier, uh, or yesterday, or whatever day, spike Sarah strip. and I... Rented a car. What's that you said? Spike strip. Is that what it's called? I think so. That sounds fun. Um, we were talking about this. I, I would love the thrill of driving over one of those spiky things at the mm. rental car place because I've never gotten to do it. I'd like to be rich enough to just back over one of those things <laughs> to feel the car sink. I would like oh, to do that. Oh, like the one at the, the parking lot? The auto car yeah, rental yeah. thing. Yeah, that's not bad. Auto car rental thing. You ever been in a car that flipped? No. I was in that. Wow. Well, it just flipped upside down, so we landed upside down. Oh, gee. We, now, were you strapped in, or did you land all backwards? I was, I was strapped in, and I unbuckled, and I dropped. Wow. Did you I put your hand roof. down? Or yeah, what? yeah. I put my hands there, and uh, it was wild. I mean, your whole equilibrium was all kooky. It was, I was in a, We went tubing all day. Remember tubing? I love tubing. Love tubing. We would drink all day. You get a tube just for the uh, ice, what do you call it, the, the cooler. Ah. And a cooler full of beer, natty ices, natty lights all day long, just sitting in the sun, drinking, best time of your life, you're 17, whatever it is, going down the hot river, the water's like, you know, two feet deep, it was great, and you get out, you fuck on the sand, and you drink more, you chug a beer, you play charades, you tackle, then we get done, we get in my girlfriend at the time's car, she had a rental car or something, and uh, we get in it, and it's a gravel road, it's probably like eight at night, and it was a big curve coming up. My friend goes, punch it, baby, because we're all drunk. And she goes, all right. She hits the gas, and then the turn comes up. She jerks the wheel. We roll down into a ditch. Oh, my God. It was wild. Bitch in a ditch. Then we all get out. She's crying. You know, oh, my God, what have I done? Ah. My, everybody's okay. Her tit has popped out. Her what? left tit is out. She had big cans. Oh, my God. And she's a skinny 17-year-old with huge tits. Wardrobe malfunction. Yes. So her nip is out, and the cops are all there, and they're all, like, taking notes. Like, so then what happened? They're all like, oh, my God. They're Jesus. fucking loving every minute of it. They're getting a free tit from a, a minor. Oh, my God. A minor tit slip. A minor TS. That's a major tit. Yeah. I'm saluting it. And, uh, yeah, so they're all like, okay, so then what? And they're all crowded around her, and her tits out. She has no idea. She's crying. It was quite a scene. Wow. And then we got out of it. She should have gone to jail. I mean, it was clearly a DU, but they were so into the, the can, they were fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. John McCann. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Boy, I would love to see a tit. Any day, any night. It was a nice, big, pink nip popping and everything. Wow. The whole thing was out. Nipples really make the tit, you it know what I mean? so does. If it was just smooth, get real with that. It's what, a, you got a smooth tit? That'd be a chest butt. A chest butt, I yeah, like that. A chest butt, because no, if, if your ass had nipples, that'd be way more interesting. Yeah, well, mine's got hundreds of nipples all over it. It's oh, really yeah, wild. Yeah, you get some little whiteheads. Rosacea, yeah, I don't know what uh, it is, but I sit and I go, yow, and it just cream fires everywhere. <laughs> I got a real 
pimply, dimply ass. Really? Yeah, it's a bad scene. I soap it like crazy. I'm just rubbing soap. Maybe I got a bad soap. Or... You might be soaping, over-soaping. Should I shampoo? What do I do? No, no. Give it a no-soap for a week. I bet those zits peel right off. Shampoo. <laughs> shampoo. Shampoo. Uh-huh. I like it. That's the, that's where I, I like the analogy or your thought process here with the chest butt. But the difference between butt and t- there wouldn't be a hole that, you know, shit comes out of in your chest. Right. No, no hole. No crack, no hole. That's why everyone loves a good ass. And I like an ass, too, of course. I mean, if, if you ask me, it's uh, my favorite thing. But there is an ass hole in there, and it can be quite smelly. Yeah, yeah. And every now and then you put a finger in, which you think will be exciting. And it is. And then you pull your finger out, and it looks like uh, an Easter bunny. A dipstick. Aha! A chocolate Easter bunny, you mean. That's the one. Yeah, because you go to the mall, you don't see any smeared up peanut butter... Now, rabbits. Although some of those Pikachus on Hollywood Boulevard are a little shit-stained. What's that mean? You know, they got those guys out there. Oh, the Wonder, Pokemon there's guy? Wonder Woman, Pikachu, uh, Angry Bird, Batman. Yeah, I always see in the Times Square, they lift the mask up, and then it's just like a little Mexican guy. Yeah. As Elmo, you know. It's a sad state of affairs. Yes, it is. Well, he's working. I don't know what to say. Our guest, he's texting me. He's like, He said he left Brooklyn at 210. He's staying in Brooklyn, I guess. Let him know that we're cooking right now and that we're, uh, you know, he's going to have to come in last minute and then I got therapy and have to run out. Yeah. So he'll be stuck with Uh I said we have to run. You say some things, I'll text him. All right. right. Well, we, we love this guy. It's a bummer. Check out his stuff. Chad Daniels. He's on the YouTube. He's on the iTunes. He's got all the good stuff, so... I guess this counts as having a guest, but who knows? I feel bad he's going to show up, and then we're going to leave. I have to go to therapy at 4.30. And I got a lot to talk about, folks. When I was on Adderall last week, I'm sure you heard, I really had some psychological fucking weird thoughts, and I wrote them all down, so I'm going to really throw these at Alan today. He's going to shit a brick. I'm back! (laughs) Yeah, but either way, uh, should be a fun session. You ever thought about this? Probably. You ever thought about filming a therapy session? Or recording it? I think you have to get permission. Well, recording, I do, because I want it as like a pod. I felt that way during the wedding. I'm like, I want to just have him as like a podcast. Yes. But you have to ask permission, I think. Well, I ran it by him. He was like, I don't care. Oh, that's nice. But I don't feel like I would be myself, because I would know there'd be something recording. So I would feel like I would change a little. Yeah, you gotta, it's podcasting. Like, as yeah. soon as we cut these mics, we're just talking about, you know, the, uh, the market. Right, the Andromeda strain. Yeah, we get a lot less kooky. Yeah, yeah. The, the pod ends, and I'm like, all right, let's go get some food. I hate myself. That's why I feel bad for fans. You know, they they go, holy shit, Norman, here's some acid. Fuck my girlfriend and dip your dick in my my mouth. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to go get a pizza. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. All I say, I, I meet the fans, and I, I'm so grateful, but I just keep going, thank you, thank you. I touch my chest for some reason. Yes. And I just go, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, one time I hung out uh, with a fan extendedly for like two hours, and uh, he even said, well, we had a cigar. It was like a whole thing. Wow. And uh, he literally was like, boy, you're not being funny at all. Like, he's like, you're not he funny. Said that? Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, I'm sorry. Well, no, I said it first. And he was like, yeah, totally. Uh, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not funny here. We're just hanging out. We were watching the game. And I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, I can sit and watch a television screen and not talk for an hour. And people are like, this is weird. I'm like, oh, I'm just watching TV. 
Of course, yeah. yeah. I, I'd rather not talk. My face hurts. I got rocks in there. Yeah, exactly. And like, I get a lot of. I always wonder what the other other audience members think. You know, I'm sitting there. They're all sh- shuffling out, and this guy's going, "Hey, you crazy gook, anal jizz, fuck my asshole, ah, lunch." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And the other people must be like, "Good lord, it's a schizophrenic lunatic talking <laughs> to the comedian." Right. Yeah, but I think I love you, folks. I always like the people that uh, I'll I'll meet and greet and stand by the door, and then like there's like the big. Guys that like have you know big mitt hands and they look like they you know stack hay for a living. Yeah. And uh, as they're walking by, that you can see that they're like, I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm like you too, but this is just part of my job. Uh-huh. I was gonna bond with those guys. I'm like, hey, I, I this is tough. Right, right. Because they're like, why, why are you standing there, you asshole? And I'm like, I don't know. I just I need the love. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's nice to get those handshakes and the big smiles and hey, we loved it and stuff. Yeah, I don't want to make it come off like I hate the fan. I love these guys coming out. I love the love. I love the hugs and the pictures and all that. I love, too, when I when they take a photo of me and I go, tag me in that photo. And then, like, two days later, you forget about it. And then some guy's like, I'm out here with my favorite comic, Mark Norman. And you're like, oh, my God, it's a beautiful thing. Very exciting. Very beautiful. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming. And, and uh, Praise Allah. I'll eat your pussy for money. That's true. Just kidding, sir. And wash it, apparently. Yeah. How do you wash that? You get a dipstick or a, what do you call that? What's not a dipstick? What's that thing? The the pipe cleaner. Oh yeah, that's not bad. That's how you do a butthole. Oh yeah, boy. I bet you get a lot of stuff on that cleaner. But a pussy's very delicate. Here's what I do when I've I've cleaned pussies in the past. We're in the shower, the bathtub, and I make them spread their legs to the bathtub so it's, each foot is flush with the side tub. Got it. That way, like almost like Home Alone when Daniel Stern slips his feet out to hold him tight. Oh yeah. And then I get down on my knees with a boner. And I take the bar of soap and I do an out a little, really? little rubber dub scrub, and then I'll spread the lip just a tiny bit because you don't want to get in there. That's like an organ. Yes. But you open it a little bit and just rub the the nub of the dove bar, just uh-huh. the the end, the yeah. heel, and you just give it a little like you're putting on lipstick. Oh, and, uh, a couple vertical scrubs. Lipstick. Then I'll put the soap aside, and then I'll just get my hand in there, just just rub and really get in there, fingers, move the fingers around, really get it sudsy. Yes. If you have a removable shower head, certainly that's ideal, because then you can just stick that right up in there. Oh, yeah, but you don't want to douche completely, because douching is bad for you. I've heard that. You can get... Uh... Toxic shock? Yes! Yeah. There you go. Masculinity. So uh, I'll just run it down the... Pu- if there's pubes, I'll get a shampoo situation in there. That's what? a little better. Yeah, because it's a hair, you know. Oh, so I'll oh, put it on the. I'll put a dime size on the hands, rub it up, and then just really pull the pubes out. Try to straighten them and let them bounce back into shape. Sure, sure. And then uh, that's my trick. All right. And wow. then uh, eating, I'll I'll give it a couple kisses down there, make sure it's fresh. Uh huh. Then I'll put you in the bed, stick a pillow or six underneath you, however sure. your size you are. Get that prop up. Spread those legs. Maybe I'll hold you by the heels out here uh-huh. like a Buddha, and then just. Gobble, gobble away. Happy Thanksgiving. Now, you're sucking the clit. I don't want to give away all my secrets because, uh, you know, I got a pimple in my nose. You ever get that? Oh, it's the worst. The worst is the ear. Front nostril happening. Now you made me have to itch my nostril. That means you're going to get in a fight or kiss a fool, they say. Hey, I'll take a fool fight. (laughs) But, uh... I do a lot of things. I do a lot of fingering, a lot of, a lot yeah. of up in there. The hook, you give they them the hook. the hook. They love the roof hit. Hit that roof. Yeah, it's all about the roof. Yeah, uh, raise the roof. The roof was on fire. <laughs> roofy. They don't like roofies. Uh, Rufio. I loved Rufio. He was sexy. Yes, he was. He had a midriff. Oh yeah. 
You could see a little belly button. I didn't find him sexy. I don't like. He was a little too. I didn't like the hair, and uh, I liked the Leonard Oots kid at the end. That's oh, who I liked. Oh, the big fat round guy. Yes, he was cute. And a round eye, also. Uh, round, yeah, that's right. Round guy that's right. eye. Uh, hey, Peter! And he flings the food and the spoon. They were very into diversity. They yes. had an Asian leader and then, a, and then a black leader. And a fat black, yeah, that's Not right. Not bad. And then they had, uh, do they have women? Are they gay? Any gays in there? I think they there? were all lost gay boys. Yeah, I think the son, he probably went trans. i got to imagine. Run home, Jack. Oh, big tran. I bet he went tran. transformer, that kid. <laughs> That's Uh-oh. the kid Charlie Orsbo from Dick Tracy. You know, when do we eat? When do we eat? The kid. Uh-huh. And he was the kid in Can't Hardly Wait who sings uh, Take Me Down to the Paradise City. Oh, really? That's him as an adult. Wow. Boy, that guy really got around. Yeah, and then he just kicked it. Dead? I don't know what. He might be. Wow. He might have gone trans. Maybe he's a lady. Sarah and I went and watched uh, Friday the 13th last night. We didn't go. We watched. We went on a real kick. We watched Halloween Ooh, in the scary. theater. Scary. Then we watched Friday the 13th last night. We watched Nightmare on Elm Street in Sunnyvale on TV. That movie's a piece of shit. Uh-huh. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the Johnny Depp joint? That's Johnny Depp, Wes Craven, Freddy Krueger, Robert England. Uh-huh. It's horrible. I don't care for any of that shit. It's really like Friday the 13th is the best of those. Because those are like the three iconic late 70s, early 80s to yeah. me. And the ones that became like franchisey. Halloween came first, so it's it's the thing, and the music is great. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, what whatever Carpenter, Mike Myers. But Friday the Thirteenth is better. What than that to me? You think so? Oh yeah, because well, I know Halloween came first, so it's a whole thing. It's innovative and the boobly boo. I mean, fr- they're all ripoffs of Psycho. Friday the Thirteenth, big time. But Friday the Thirteenth is like it's fun, it moves quick, and it's like kind of shot well, and it's pretty, and it's sexy. Is that that's Kruger? No, Friday the 13th is Jason Voorhees, but the first one is his mother, his mother Voorhees. Oh, okay. That's, it, that part gets it. a little weird because it's like an old lady, and she's like, like, there's a murder, and like a body gets thrown through the window. Yeah. And then it pans out, and it's like, it ends up being like this old lady. I'm like, how did she physically throw a dead body through a window? Uh-huh. Like, that would have to be a powerful person. Sure, Not sure. Not an old bitch. Right, right. I could say that because she's a murderer. She's a milf. I, I would fuck her. Yeah. I would. What's weird, too, is like looking back, she's probably like 40 years old. Yeah. But anyways, we watched it, but it's fun. It's fun to get in there. I'm trying to get into the seasons. Sure. You know, because you get seasonal depression. So I'm getting, it's Halloween. We watched Friday the 13th and Halloween. I bought some pumpkins with little faces on them. I put them around the house. Good for you. Yeah, I'm trying to be like a, a real married guy with yes. little pumpkins and movies. That's what I like about you is you you like that whole lifestyle. Most people are like, oh, I'm, I'm too cool. I don't need that. I'm a loner. But you're like, no, I want to be married. I want to have decorations. And I want to be gay. Well, the thing is, I, a lot of those guys are like, you know, first of all, they're, they're wives. They have kids. That's uh-huh. a big thing. And that makes it very difficult, as you know. And I think they have to like put on a tie, and so they they, jo- they have a commute. Yeah, I'm sleeping till noon, baby. I wake yeah. up, I'm, I'm slept in, and I don't have anything to do till nine p.m. So I'm like, let me go get some pumpkins. Right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like I have a, you know, a nine to seven job sure. and a two hour commute and a kid that hates me. But I just mean you're you're totally. Uh, what's the word? Embraced. Oh, I'm embracing. You've embraced. Like we'll go. We'll be. We'll do a gig in Tempe, and you go. Hey, it's it's nine thirty. Let's go back. Let's go to the hotel and chill. Well, I like to hang, but it's like we talked about in Tempe. We went out for a walk, and I'm like, there's nothing out here for us. Uh, yeah, Not for me. Yeah, right. It's just it's a bunch w- of drunk kids. It's one in the morning. There's like frat guys raping, and uh, you know, women 
going, not to me, buddy, yeah. or whatever. And uh, <laughs> she had a rolling pin. Yeah, and it's just like this homeless guy's farting. And it's like, oh, this isn't, yeah. I like a conversation. And there's also that feeling of like, I could get knocked out, or some guy's going to go, look at these two dorks. And yeah. they hit us with a trash can lid. Or, or it's like a gang initiation. They raise a blade our tits. Yeah. But even when I was drinking, I still was like, let's go back to the room and drink and bullshit. Oh, really? All right. Like, DePaulo, when I was in the room with DePaulo, he always just wanted to go back to the room. We would go and laugh and watch TV. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, yeah, I hear I'm you. a day guy. I'm a day ha- I'll go hike. I'll go to Berkeley. I'll, sure. I'll go see a movie. I like to go, you know, play a game or whatever, go to the football game. But at night, I, let's go back and bullshit. We'll yeah. There was one night in Chicago when I was out there. Some guy just shook my hand, hit a tube in his hand. I look at it. He gave me a joint. Oh, in like a little tube. You got every kind like, of drug they got. It's crazy, yeah. And I go, oh wow, thanks, man. Really nice guy and a Latina, by the way. Love and, Latinas. And uh, I walked around that night and just said, "Fuck it." And I just got some matches from the hotel, walked around the city, smoking a joint, just out and about. Wow. Yeah, it felt amazing. It was like a cold night, and it looked like a cigarette, and nobody knew. And everybody, it's so weird when you're high. You kind of see things more intensely mm-hmm. and there was everybody was outside the bar the bars were closing and they were all drunk and like stammering and slurring and you they look so weird when you're not drunk and they're drunk and they're out in the street it looks like zombies ah uh, yes it's crazy it looks like uh the walking dead and they're all being they have no inhibition so they're all being their true selves and it's so weird to see people like that I felt you see people do the day and they're all like stand up straight, buttoned up, you know, got their grocery bags and their umbrella and they're walking their dog. And this is like hanging on the wall, touching a girl, pulling her hair, you know, falling backwards a little bit. It's wild. I felt that way about. Um, I mean, we talked about this because I, I quit drinking right before New Year's. People were like, "How'd you quit New Year's? You picked the toughest time to quit." And I was like, "No, it's the best time to quit because I was on day three and walking around." And like you said, it's like it's like Zombie Land. You it's see fucking it. all these guys blah, puking and yes. falling over cars and getting in fistfights. I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm not acting like that. Right. And it, it looks like because they're all young, they're all like 21, 22. So they, it looks like what a city would look like if it was run by kids because there's mm. no adults around, and they're all like dressed up, and the girls are wearing all these cleavage and shit. It's wild. It's a wild scene out there, folks. Be careful out there. Yeah, I mean, but, we did it. We're lucky to be alive. Oh yeah. All of us. You could die at any moment out there. I know. You gotta I gotta live your life, folks. You slip into the street, a bus hits you. Yeah, that's the brakes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I uh, I fell asleep driving a lot. That was always my big thing. Oh, really? Yeah, and I one time I uh, thank God for those on the highway rumble strip. Rumble strip. Great name. Great movie. Uh, what is that? Oh, Rumble Fish. I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, doesn't she get naked in that one, Halle Berry? No, that's swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah. Yes. Different kind of pescatarian. Nice, nice tits. Big, big brown cans. Love those cans. I want to lick them. Remember that, uh, make me make me feel good. Make me feel oh, good. Oh, my God. What movie is that called? Monsters, Inc. Monsters Balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. was a whole different bag of hammers. I like Monsters, Inc. I had sex in the theater to that movie. Really? Yes. Uh, to it, like with the sounds. Yeah, we were in the back row, me and my, my high school gal, or whenever the movie came out, and she was wearing a skirt, and I was fingering her. And she took, she goes, hey, look. And she had her underwear by her ankles. Wow. And I go, oh, my God. So I go, get on. So I whipped it out of the, the <laughs> zipper, and she just sat on my dick, and we watched the movie together. Just like, oh, there's uh, Billy Crystal. He's good. Now, did she have her head cocked? <laughs> no, no, she was facing the theater. What? 
Yeah, she sat on my dick facing oh, the, we're both facing back to you. Yeah, we're oh, facing that's the same adorable. Way. It's it like was, your daughter. Yeah, <laughs> she is my daughter. I love her. Don't call me daughter. Yeah, it was daddy's day out. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. That's not easy fucking. She no. had to be standing a little bit. I think a little, like yeah. a little weight in the in the toe in the in the, the balls of the feet. Definitely some toe ball weight. <laughs> Yeah, it was a wild night. Oh my holy hell! I, I've never the closest I've ever come to fucking someone in the theater was when you and I went. We were high, and we watched uh, something. Wait a minute, you, me, and Bulger. We took we took pills. I had Vicodin or something. Oh, I think you Cosby'd me. This that is was, a ring the bell. <laughs> Don't you remember? We walked over to Astoria. It was when you were staying at my house for like nine days in a row. Oh and you disappeared. yeah, that I remember. And then you said uh, you were like. You're like, if I start jerking off, don't try to stop me. What yes. movie was that? Yes. Uh, what do we see? I don't remember. Oh, I remember we watched Marx Brothers all night and got drunk and high. Oh, yeah. And then you, you showed, we went to Panera Bread. It was my first time ever going there. Oh, yeah. It's right across from the theater. That's y- why. Yes. Yeah. What the hell do we watch? I can't remember. I mean, I wouldn't know if you told me. Yeah, it was some garbage, I'm sure. Boy, what a great episode we got going on here. And, of course, there's a guest on his way. And I bet that guest likes sleeping on Casper mattresses, wouldn't you think, Mark? He's a sleepy guy. I bet he loves a good nap on a nice mat. You gotta. Casper's a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. It's designed by humans for humans. You got that right. You got to get to that URL, folks, casper.com slash Tuesdays. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash Tuesdays. That's the promo code right there. I own one of these. I bought it outright. I love it. Comes in a little box, opens it up like a ballpark flank. It plumps up. And you lay right on that puppy. It's a beautiful thing. It's just got the right spring, the right bounce for you, or you and a lady, or you and a man. Or bye. Speaking of men, there's three mattress models. The Uh original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential Casper. Mm. And the Essential, I mean. Casper is not just a mattress company. They offer a wide array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. And you know how important sleep is. You got that right. It's a third of your life. I love it. What's that you said? It's a third of your life. Oh, yes, it is. A third. Sometimes more if you have a Casper. Uh Uh-huh, and less if you have a disease. Casper.com slash Tuesdays. Use Tuesdays. $50 towards any mattress purchase. My goodness, that's a good deal. Sing it, sister. We'll see you in bed. But, uh, yeah, I never had sex in a movie theater or anything like that. I never even made out in a movie theater. I date very conservative gals, I think. I mean, the idea of Sarah taking her panties off in a movie theater is like, I don't think, she wouldn't do that if I drugged her and peeled them off. Right. Yeah, I like a bit of a wild child. I like a lady with a little fire in her taint. I like a girl that hears that story and goes, what a fucking weirdo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, li- I want a girl who's living. Let's, let's live. Let's, wow, let's drive into the sunset. Uh, she's living, but, uh, you know, sexually, she's not living in a movie theater. All right. She's yeah. living in, uh, you know, she'll go on a roller coaster. You know, they did a, a study, and they said uh, the most cocaine found in most establishments is on the baby changer. Oh, really? In a bathroom. It makes sense. It, it makes holds sense. up to 100 pounds. 
Yeah, that's a lot of kilos. <laughs> that's a big kilo. That's you know, so maybe you might snort a baby on accident. Our uh, guest will be here any minute, folks. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Well, now I'm nervous because we really we're in a groove here, and he's going to slip right into that groove. Well, it's a little awkward because uh, we have to leave. We have hard outs. You're going to therapy, and I'm going anywhere but here. Yeah, yeah. I got to go home. I got pajamas on. I was at uh, the dentist earlier. I had a follow up, and uh, so I got to go back home to change. This is the problem with living in Queens. Yeah. You got to go all the way back and shower and shave and, uh, you know. Did you let him know we have a hard out? Because I feel guilty we're just going to run out of here and he's going to be like, fuck, I just took a three hour excursion to get here. I know. I said I feel terrible, man, but uh, what can we do? I mean, uh, oh, so he's aware. Mucho traffic. I believe he's aware. Okay, okay. Well, maybe we'll push it. You got therapy at 430, but we can go to 408 or something. Yeah, all right, I can go 410. 410. But I'm running out of 410. The door is going to close. 410, it's it. All right. Sounds good. Anyways, he's a great guy. Yeah, I, can't, I had a point, and we got off into the drunk zombie land. Mm, high movie. drug, someone handed you weed, a tube. Yeah, yeah, it was right before that I had a thing. And tube of weed. Uh, tube of weed, yeah, very exciting. The, the whole drug pass-on is very exciting. The uh, the handshake or whatever it is. Yes, it's nice. Uh, palmed. Palm. Oh, by the way, speaking of palms, Springs. this is nothing that worth saying. But when we were in Tempe together, I kept calling the hotel the Wild Palm yes. the whole weekend. And I felt like you were getting a little upset about it. No, I don't care. Well, whatever. I just thought I would add to the story. All right. But anyway, I went to Sunnyvale. The hotel is the Wild Palms in there Sunnyvale. So I just go. thought that's what happened. There we go. Spent wild Palm. a lot of hours of that Wild Palm. Yeah, you were really upset, Tempe. That, that uh... Wild Palms in Sunnyvale, bleak area, nothing around there. That's why you got to get a car. This is the this is the difference for me with Rooster Teeth Feathers. No one gets a car. You got to get a car. The area is car. spectacular. Really, it's two hundred and fifty bucks. I go to Berkeley. I go to San Fran. I'm hiking. I'm right. going to Chipotle. If you have no car there, that's a nightmare. Right. You're just walking right. three miles to fucking Chipotle. Yes, and that walk to the club every night is it's just long enough where it's annoying. Yeah, you got to Uber or not. Do it. Yeah, I, I did it every night and did it back. Get a car, my friend. It, it, it's the best money you ever spent. You can. It's tax deductible, and uh, you got to live some life out there. Yeah, I haven't been in that club in like four years, but uh, the last time I was there, I uh, had sex with the bartender. Really? Yeah. There's some good-looking bartenders he there. He was hot. It was uh, uh, this girl with glass. She had hot glasses. Oh, I think I know her. Oh, she's, I think she's long gone. What makes you think you haven't been there in four years? That's true, but I, I assume four years she got her life together. I don't know. I think uh, I think she might still be there because there's a very beautiful bartender there with glasses. So. Oh, really? Brunette? Yeah. Brunette. Oh, interesting. She serves brew. Yes. In a net. In a hairnet. Yes. Bump, 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 bump. A net. And a hook shot. And, uh, yeah, so, but she hit on me, which was very exciting. That is exciting. But you get that quite a bit, my friend. I'll You're get a, a hit very, on You got a nice jaw, a beard, and uh, some hair. I get no, uh, I, I got no signal. Remember that time we were at the cellar, and you're like, I've never had a girl do that to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, she was just saying, come over. She blew you. What? <laughs> yeah, she blew me right in front of you. But, yeah, so, uh, that was exciting. And, yeah, she, she was like, what are you doing later? I'm like, I don't know, maybe get a drink. She's like, I'll drive you. And I was like, all right. And then we just drove to my hotel, and we had banged. Oh, I think I remember that story. Boy, and she's I a, a wild palm herself. Yes, yes. She palmed my dick. And she <laughs> wow. uh, she had quite... I had a yeast infection at the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. God bless you. I'm very prone to a yeast. I don't know what it is. That's weird. Well, your mother's a baker, isn't she? Baker's dozen. <laughs> That's a lot of dads. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> 13 unlucky but yeah she <laughs> she uh yeah she came back to the hotel and i remember i had to keep hiding the yeast from her so she tried to try to blow me and i'd like oh no i'm a feminist and like throw her on the bed i had that one for a while when i had warts i would i had them at the base of my dick so i would hold the base of my dick for a blowjob and like point it like an atari holder really so i was trying to cover those warts up oh that's you shouldn't i mean whoa yeah I mean, that's crazy, because she could get mental, or not mental, uh, mouthful warts. I don't think that happens. Oral? I don't think you get oral warts. You get oral herpes, but I don't think you get oral warts. Oh, Maybe okay. you can. All right. I hope not. I haven't seen her in a while. She might be, uh, you know. Ugh, she might have warded out. She might be dead. But, I mean, she knew that I had a wart situation. I just oh. didn't want her looking close up, because there's I hair see. sticking out of them, and they look like little, you know, mushrooms or whatever. Oh, boy. Well, you could get high on those. Speaking of which, I'm still waiting for my mushrooms in the mail. I'm worried some uh, something has happened. Oh, boy, what if the FBI kicks down your door? Maybe uh, our guest has them. He's late, too. Oh, yeah, That maybe. didn't make sense. It was a stretch. I was going for a late But thing. here's my thing. I, I know my mailman. We're, we're, we're cool. What? Old black guy named Adam. Who knows their mailman? Hey, I got a little neighborhood situation over there. What are you talking about? Know, how'd you meet him? I'm a homeowner. Well, I'm home a lot, as a, as a comic is, and he comes by, and I pop my head out. Well, this is the real story. I don't have my... I lost my male key. Ah, uh, you got a female key? Yeah, yeah. I got a trans key, and uh, so I, I, come, I... Every time I hear him fucking with those uh, mailboxes, and uh, beep, you, know, you hear the package, beep, 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 he's scanning the packages. Yeah. So I go, hey! Hey, Big Adam, I don't have my mail key. Let me uh, and I and I make sure to let him really know I live there. I come out in underwear and a pipe, and I got slippers on and a, and a robe. And uh, he's like, "Oh, geez, all right. Hey, here you go. Uh, here's your number four. I'm in apartment four. And he gives me a big stack. And so I got to meet Adam. So I'm waiting, but I, I haven't come across him. I've, I've just had some shit to do, and I, I so I think he's got. My shroom's in there, and I can only get to him through him. So what, does he put him in a, another mailbox then? No, he just fills mine up, and then eventually, when it's too full, he'll just take all my shit and throw it at my door. Why don't you talk to your landlord and get yourself a new key? I talked to him. He said it's 100 bucks, And I said, fuck you. That's crazy. A key costs 7 cents to make. This key's the size of my dick. It's this big. It's not 100 bucks, And he goes, that's the policy. And I go, I'm taking a stand. Oh, good for you. Yes. I'm not paying 100 bucks for a key the size of my dick. So what do you do? You just got to have to keep doing this? What if Adam dies? They well, die young, these African-Americans. I've been reading some articles. That's true. But hey, nor rain, nor sleet, nor snow. They got to deliver. So I'll meet the new guy. You have to meet the new guy. But my point being, I was walking here today, saw Adam on the route, and I go, hey, buddy. Drop number four off at my door if you can. I don't have the key. And he goes, you got it. Wow, that's a good policy. Just yeah. say, hey, walk to the door, put it under the mat. There you go. Now you get some mushrooms and some bills and forget about it. But if they're not there, something's afoot because uh, I mailed that shit two weeks ago. Mm. Well, Sarah's been having trouble with the uh, thing. She ordered some uh, thank you return addresses. So if you went to my wedding, you haven't got a thank you card. They're coming. We just haven't got them in the mail yet. Oh, weird. The return addresses. And then somebody, I suspect Ari Shafir... Scratched her name off the mailbox as I think, like, uh, we got married, so now it's just list, like, it's one name, uh-huh. but she's still getting mail under her name. So, whoever did that fucked us. You think he, a friend would really do that to you? That's vandalism. I don't know who that's my only thought was that, like, maybe it's someone that's like they got married and Ari's the only one that's been over, other than Cantor, Cantor and Ari are the two suspects. Interesting, interesting, two Jews, yes, one and a quarter Jew, but uh-huh. uh, Ari's so Jew that it makes up. Adds yeah. up the other another quarter to Canada. That's true. Yeah, he's an overflowing Jew. 
By the way, are we allowed to talk about this trip with him? You know, hey, hey, you made it. We got a guest. All right, there he is. <laughs> no, we're gonna hang a little. Get in here. We'll, we'll, we can we can push it a little bit. Holy yeah, shit. We got twenty good minutes. Hey, how are good you? Good to see you, Chad. Nice to see you, buddy. Good to see uh, you guys. coming in. Is it pouring out there? It's really raining. Um, <laughs> also, I've had not a great travel day in this city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You left days ago. I'm not good at it. Yeah. Um, so what happened? Take us yeah, through. Give us the whole spiel. Well, this is a fresh story, hot off the press, folks. I hit. Uh, you know, the Google Maps mm-hmm. lets you know trains, Ubers, all that stuff. It says Uber's my best bet. Yeah. Hop in, says I'll be here at three. Not a problem. Then it just keeps you know, like ticking back 320, 330, oh, God. I hate the tick back. And then I realize it's because I've been on my phone the whole time, not knowing that my guy's like following a bus. Ah. I think the problem with Ubers is um, they care about their car. Right. Because I hopped out of an Uber, hopped into a cab. And it all hell broke loose. What? Yeah, yeah, just driving the sidewalk and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was great. So that uh, that saved me a ton of time getting here. Well, that's good. Yeah, and then well, I so... ran part of the way, too, because I said 76, not 78. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So was it a traffic situation or what? It is, yeah. It's just raining. So everybody's trying to get across the street when they're not supposed to. Right, ah. right, right. Because everybody wants to stay dry. But... Right. Appreciate oh, you guys God. waiting. Yeah, no, happy sorry. to have you. Well, we started because uh, Mark's got a big therapy session. Sure. Uh, what well, you working on? Uh, my, my brain, childhood, sure. yeah. okay. you know, psyche, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't do the there? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, we yeah. do. Great. We're all therapy. I, yeah. I, I hopped in there. Uh, it took me like three and a half years to get a divorce. Whoa. So I, so I had to figure out what was wrong with that. I had a similar thing. Okay. I lived with a lady. Uh, we were together like 13 years, but it was supposed to end after about eight, but we just kept it going mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to end it. And then I got into therapy and he was like, just, just end it. I feel like you're my Tyler Durden. Yeah. Like it really feels similar. <laughs> Well, I now, what do you mean it took shirtless. three and a half years? You just you wanted to be divorced and kept going, or what? Well, I'm a real wimp. Yes, you know, I mean, same. This was the thing. It was like, uh, hey, we should try this. We should try this. And in the back of my head, I'm like, that's not. How is it going to possibly work? Yeah. Right. And then at the end of it all, uh, we had to go to a parenting. Like you just have to go to this parenting thing and get a certificate if you're going to have split custody. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so she told me. She goes, you know. A lot of the things I heard in this class made sense to me. I have been mourning this relationship for three and a half years. And I was like, well, why the fuck didn't you tell me that three and a half years ago? Yeah, that yeah. would have been big. Or at least three years ago. To have six months of mourning. Sure. I mean, mm. I think everybody needs to mourn. But yeah, it's important. Let's cut the ties and mourn, mourn solo. Solo mourn. Yeah, I'm a mourning person. <laughs> so do you... Morning breath. You're, you say you're a wuss, but I've heard some stories of you getting into some scuffles. Yeah, we built you up as a tough guy before you got here. Yeah, yeah. We, we told about you're a hockey Minnesota beat em up dad. Yeah. Well, I'm not like a. I don't. Uh, I haven't thrown a punch in over 10 years. Oh. Is that right? Oh, that's that's like, true. It's oh, like being wow. sober. Yeah, I haven't thrown a punch. My son, uh, he was supposed to wait in the car, and I had to deal with something. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, my little sister got into some trouble, so I wanted to go send the gentleman a visit. Oh, jeez. And then I said, Isaac, stay in the car. And then he didn't because I had to go to the back of the house. So he followed me in the back and then saw some fighting he shouldn't have seen. That's he, who I heard the story from. He, looked he told at me. me. <laughs> yeah, my son, he called he, you. He looked at me like a goddamn monster. And oh, jeez. Like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Whoa. So I've been punched since then. What? Yeah, you've been punched because I have. A, you told me a story one time at a, at a hockey game. I think your son was oh, there for that also. Yeah, he was. This was uh, 
what are they, an alumni tournament yeah. over the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, this guy was being real chippy with the butt of his stick, getting into people's ribs. Ooh. So I went out and I just charged him, which is totally illegal. Yeah. You get yes. three strides and then you can hit someone, but that's it. So yeah. I crushed him. And then I dragged him out to the middle of the ice. <laughs> And I put him over my knee, and I started spanking him because they were like the what? kids that just graduated. Oh wow! And then uh, so I went after that. Went to get a concession stand, sloppy joes, and chips for my son. I had both my plates, you know, plate in each hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the guy came up and he said, uh, "You think you're pretty funny, funny man?" And I go, "Well." And I started a sentence, and then he punched me in the face. Ah. And all my food went everywhere. Oh boy! Damn. Did he knock you out, or was it just a good no, solid? No, knock me down. Oh, wow. Damn. So I said, uh, then my son said, well, why don't you punch him back? And I go, well, sometimes you uh, you earn getting punched, and you just have to take it. Wow. Good. Boy, that's a good lesson to learn. Yeah, it's a good so, dad. Now, did the guy, was it still, because hockey has such fighting ethics, which I always like. Like, I always like the idea, I mean, I don't play hockey, but if I did a fight in hockey, I feel like I could do that. Because sure. there's, like, rules and there's people there. But out on the street, you get a guy down, you can just kick him until he dies. Yeah, when we were in high school, we used to do high, uh, hockey rules. So oh, if, if, a guy, if a guy got knocked down, it was his choice to get back up ah. or he shook hands. But it was none of that curb stomp bullshit you see nowadays. Yeah, because now there's like people jump in. It's a whole I say, situation. I say nowadays, like I'm 100. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays with the curb stomp. Well, I remember going to bars in college and two guys would fight and then you're like, this is getting out of hand. It was like stepping on his face and kicking him while he's yeah. down, just like a limp head going like that. You're like, this is horrible. Right. There has to be some guideline here. Right. Because right. in hockey, that you're trying not to injure the other guy. Because I talked about this. Uh, you're a big hockey guy. Like uh, Adam McQuaid, he plays for the Bruins. And he throws punches in a, in a manner that we're like, I feel like the players are probably like, hey, man, take it easy. Right. Like he's oh, just really? throwing like these crazy yeah. fucking like, hey, we don't have to fucking kill Absolute each other here. haymakers. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. Uh, Interesting. But I guess if you act up enough. You, but every now and then you see the two guys, they both have a, a hold on the shirt collar and they're both just punching each other in the face. And then they go, all right. And then they kind of hug it out and they walk away. Yeah, I saw a guy fight like that once. He grabbed the jersey and then – so you use your the, the elbow of your arm that you're grabbing the jersey with. Uh-huh. You use that to protect against his punches. Uh-huh. Right. And then I saw uh, – he took the, the guy took his helmet off. He hit him twice in the forehead. So then the guy raised his elbow way up, and then the guy came underneath everything ah, and hit him so hard he was just skates in the air and landed on the back of his head. Ooh, yeah, I follow uh, hockey fights on Instagram. It's I highly recommend it. It's really great. <laughs> oh, but some oh. of them they're just like one hit things, and the guy's like, "Oh fuck, whoops, yeah, lights out." So oh. this guy respected the fight thing. He just hit you, and then that was it. Yeah, I went down, and I, he kind of looked at me, and I go, "Yeah, I absolutely had that coming." Yeah, and then you have to you know walk back to your son without any food. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, dad, dad can't uh, supply the food. <laughs> he really got you, too. The two hands were uh, occupado. It was a good one. Yeah. Well, but do you feel good about the exchange because you got the good spanking it? Because yours is much funnier. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought it was funny and cutesy and whatever because w- we were the old team and they were the young team. Right. But then uh, he hit pretty hard, so good yeah. for him. Well, what are you going to do? Hopefully he's dead now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, at least about... married with kids. Yeah, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah. I um, got a punch in the head at a bar once. I saw a guy dance with a girl, and then they split off, and I started dancing with her, and I kept like nibbling her ear, and she was like, stop, I have a boyfriend. And I turned around, and the guy just hit me, and I was like, noted, and I just went back to drinking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, I mean, I do a bit about this. I feel like someone could come up and, and grab my wife's tits and spit in her eye, and I'd be like, we better get out of here. I, I can't. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight a guy. 
Because some of these guys, it's like, what am I going to do? Sometimes you want to fight, but I'm like, well, that guy can beat me up. He so what am I going to do? MMA. He could be a, That's the thing. a kickboxer. You, you don't know what anybody can do. Right. Yeah, that's you what's could, scary. You could see someone that you think you could beat up, and then the next thing you know, you're armbarred or something. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. There's some yeah. jiu-jitsu pro. So just be nice to my wife, for God's sakes. I don't want to... Because there's nothing worse than, like, someone's like, yeah, well, your uh, wife's ugly, you fucking cunt. And I'm like... Well, Oh, yeah? And then he's like, yeah, and he beats me up, and now her feelings are hurt, and my head is busted. And right. uh, You're bloody. She's still a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm gay. <laughs> uh, so you're, now you're divorced. You're out. You're single. You're free. You're a free That's man. Right. Yep. I'm just, wow. uh, I'm just hanging out. I have an 18-year-old son that lives with me full time. I was hoping you were going to say girlfriend. And then but... my 13-year-old daughter, uh, she lives with me half the time. Wow. She goes back and forth, yep, because uh, my son wanted some time to himself when I was on the road, so he has the house. Wow, Jeez. that's exciting. Yeah, it's like a giant tree fort. And that's are what you, he treats it like. Are you nervous about that? Is he in there you know, groupieing? It's clean. Oh, that's you know, good. That's the rule. Lawn has to be mowed and the house has to be clean. Wow. There you go. All right. Are you you're happier now? Because my brother, every Thanksgiving, he's been married like eight years, and he gets four beers at him, and he grabs my arm and goes, don't ever get married. Don't do it. <laughs> And I'm always like, shit, all right, because we're not that close, so this is like the most he'll ever open up to me, oh, so I'm sure. like, he must mean it. Sure. I'm, yeah, I, I am really happy. I mean, I, there were there's happiness in my marriage, and she's a great lady. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, our lifestyles didn't necessarily match up after a while, you know? We went to senior prom together. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And all See, of a sudden, tough. you both start careers, and you both kind of do this thing, and all of a sudden, you're two people you had no idea you were going to be. But so This is good. This is why I feel good about my marriage. My wife is 58 years old, and uh, I'm 49, so I feel like we're going to last, you know? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Why not? At this point, no one else is going to take either one of you. Yeah, That's I would true. think. Well, I got a bad teeth situation and uh, herpes. Yeah. And a uh, pretty loose <laughs> asshole. I don't know if that has anything to do with any of this, but... Well... That's a perk. Do you mean you don't know if the loose asshole has to do with your teeth or your herpes? <laughs> I think the loose asshole might have caused my crooked teeth, okay. but I can't be sure. I can't find anything on the internet. <laughs> now, do you have a story? When you got single, did you go out and Ooh, really yeah. bang some beaver and get Man, crazy? That's from a cuckoo's nest. Not. Come ah, on. You're a good-looking geez. guy. You're on the road. You're a comedian. You you're got a, a hockey player. <laughs> no, I just uh, wanted some time to just not do that so I could uh. see if I could not do it. You know, uh-huh. days, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see if I could be by myself for a while, and uh, I could. And once I was happy with that situation, then I started uh, dating this gal, and that, there you go. Oh, oh, that's exciting. Being by yourself is highly underrated. It's uh, very important. Yes. Because if you hop right into a relationship, you don't know if you have what it takes to not be single. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of dictates how you are in your relationship, right? You're always like, well, you, well yeah, I can deal with this. Don't leave. I don't know if I can be single. But if you know you can be single, then you're like, ah, no, fuck that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've been single most of my life. Mm, I've had three girlfriends, one for a year, another for a year and a half, and then Sarah for six years now. So most of my adult life, totally single. Yeah. And I know that I am not able to have sex with people when I am single. So that's why, to me, you get one that will and snatch them up. Hang on to that. No why, why, why can't you? Ah, it's a confidence issue. It's a whole situation. Sure. And, uh, the sick- I'm afraid of being Harvey Weinstein. And you really need them to lay it out there. Yes, right. you may have sex with me oh, at this yeah. moment now. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, it's kind of important, too. Even the girl I'm dating, I'm like, you're into this, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, but it, it's Same. a weird line. People have jokes about it. It's, it's hard to know what's... You still want to be sexy. It's a flimsy line because they like a take-charge guy. They like a confident guy, but then you don't want to be... 
you know, a salty guy either. Yeah. Well, I think if, if, if she's sober and she's biting your neck back and all this is happening, I think you're probably good to go. But I had a situation. I was just at a wedding in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I asked this girl I was dating. I was like, uh, scale of 1 to 10, how drunk are you? And she goes, about an 8. And I go, okay, so you want to do this? This is all. I really yeah, did lay it out. Right, right. I need a waiver. I don't want to wake up the next day. And I don't think she would be upset with me. I just, it's more of a respect issue. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, just, I don't know. I feel like it takes the passion out a little bit if you're like, everything yeah. consensual. Can you sign this? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you sign this. Yeah, I'm so bad with the signals. I told you, I found like a photo. I was looking at an old photo album. This beautiful girl was like sitting on my lap and kissing me in the face in a picture. And I just never did anything. I'm like, clearly this girl wanted to have sex with me. Yes. She was single. I was sitting. She's sitting, kissing. And I was just like, ah, I don't know. I'm gay. She must want one of my friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's how I felt. I was like, yeah, I better get out of here. Yeah. And uh, looking back, I could have made love see my thing is with the relationship you're dating a gal now i can't get out of them if i start to hate them i can't i just go ah well this is my life i'm stuck i'll just ride this out well that's what uh, has really helped that's the therapy in the the marriage thing Mm -hmm. gotta assert i can absolutely like i've uh you know i've had conversations where i'm like listen if this is how it's gonna be i don't want to do this really wow Wow, that you're my hero for that well i just uh you know, I'm I'm getting I'm 42, look 52, so I don't have a lot of time to fuck around with this anymore. Sure, I want to right, find right. What I want, or or not, I can also be single. I'm very happy being single. Mm. So, man, I don't think you look for 52. Well, that's nice. Either. No, you look terrific. 62. That's really nice. 62. Nah. I didn't realize. 42 though. Yikes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's so you're almost done in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, Straight white male. That's 42. why I hustled to get here. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, this is big. To be on yeah, the you're gonna get easy ten followers on this one. We plugged your album when it came out. Tell them the name of the uh, footprints the on the moon. moon. Yeah, it's great. We're all big fans here. Did yeah. you end up doing that show last night in Brooklyn? Jason Canner's show. I did. I did Jason Canner's ah, show. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's all. Uh, Freehold. It's called. Good yeah, show. Yeah. Free yeah. booze. Free food. Good yeah, show. Check it out. Mondays. Every other Mondays. Are you doing hot soup tonight? I am doing hot oh, soup. Oh, great. Here we yeah. go. All right. Yeah. So you hear ah, this now we're talking. a week late. Well, yeah. <laughs> Check out the album. You got great late nights. Conan. What are you done? Conan. You did oh, a Ferguson man. back yeah, in the day. Sure. Ferguson and even uh, Craig Kilborn before that. Oh, oh wow. Boy. I told you. I'm 42. Wowzer. Yeah. yeah. I did Kilborn right before he ended. I did The Tonight Show with Conan before he got kicked wow. off The Tonight Show. So I think wow. You're Steve Allen, right? Yeah. I'm like, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a show ruiner. Shows that don't exist. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> I did, did you do Letterman? I never did. Oh. Mm. Show off. All right, sorry, uh, I feel terrible now. I know how that and works. you're rubbing that wedding ring, really rubbing it in here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, I just play it with you, it. You ever do Letterman or yeah. keep a marriage going? <laughs> well, I'm two months in, so I feel good about it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll give it another year. I'll be happy with another year. That's not bad. No, it's a good run. I'll take it day by day, you know? Yes, one day at a time, as they say. Well, I, I follow you on Instagram. I yeah. I follow Sarah, and I know that you guys are uh, always around together, ha- having fun together. Yeah, we do a lot of things. It's really fun, and uh, she's up for anything, which is not, I'm a, I like to make plans, and she doesn't like to make plans, so it really works out. I'm like, what if we went to Berkeley, hiked, went to the football stadium, ate Chipotle, and came back? She's like, great. And we do that. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Have I mean, I got, and then I, go, I do a lot of like, I, but I don't want you to. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, no, this is great. All right. And then every once in a while, I'll say, you got to make this uh, decision because I don't want to be the guy that's sure. making all the decisions. I, I think that's a wonderful position to be in. And I wonder what would be worse: two people 
that never make a decision or two people that have to plan everything? Ooh, yes. Ooh, we gotta, yeah. They are both bad, but I don't know which. I mean, I think what would happen is you would just be wiped out after about a week with yes. two people to plan. Right. And then you'd sit around and do absolutely nothing. Right. 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 So I, I don't know. I don't know what, make, what would be worse. Yeah. So it's working so far. I don't know. God, yeah. now I'm nervous, though. About what? Your no. marriage? Yeah, your, your, yours sounds like... Uh, but you had the kids. That makes it tough. You're you know, 18. Yeah, that's the thing. Like You guys were you you guys are on the road together. You're hanging out. Yeah. You're doing stuff. When I was, uh, I had this big thing where I had to be a good, that was my number one thing. Like, you have to be a good dad. So when I was off the road, right, on the road away from the family, then I'd go back and I'd have to make sure... I showered my kids with attention, and I and I think my wife's attention suffered. Ah. Yes, well, that's what happens. That happens a lot with the dad because if you have like, especially if you have a son. I mean, I don't know if you had this. You lived this life, but you're the most important man in a woman's life, and then you have a son, and now you're number two forever. Sure. Did mm. you feel that? Did you talk about that in therapy? No, I never talked about that. I just talked about how um, I really, uh, you know, my wife was kind of number three. Uh, and how that wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how sometimes I'd be like, yeah, but what about? And it's, my therapist was like, stop. No, not what about. What about? Uh, right, right. That. So it makes total sense. It makes me kind of see the bigger picture a little better now. Right. Yeah. Do you find that exhausting, though? Because sometimes I'll get off the road and I'm seeing a lady now and she'll be like, what, what time do you get in? I'm like, I get it. I land at one. She's like, all right, I'll be at your place at two. And I'm like, all right, I do want to see you, but I'm also like, I just got off a plane. I went out the night before. I'm hungover. Now I'm going right to you. It's Sometimes it's a lot. Yeah. Yes. And it starts to make you kind of not resent, but you kind of go like, how do I tell her I need a minute to, before I see her? Well, you could lie about your flight arrival time. I do that a lot. Or you can... <laughs> I'm into that. I think lying is key in all these situations. Yeah. Or you got to assert and say, I'm not ready to see you yet. See, I, I was going to say mint. assert because I disagree. So because of uh-huh. this whole marriage thing, February 27th, 2015, uh, I, had not, I didn't tell a lie for an entire year even. Um, what? Yeah, for an entire year. What, even to 2000, anybody? Well, you know what? 2016. Beg your pardon. You just 2017. lied. Uh, yes, I just, I just did. So I didn't tell a white lie or anything, and I ruined my mom's uh, 60th birthday party. Oh, and I God. ruined my sister's, um, uh, what do you call that, graduation from RN school. I ruined mm. her present because I wouldn't tell a white lie. Wow. And I gotta, but I got to tell you, I used to lie about get when I was getting in. Sure. I used to lie about tons of stuff just to give myself a little room. Right. Thank you. Right. So, but then you have to worry about... Well, what if someone sees you at the airport that's – oh, hey, I saw Mark at the airport at 145. Yeah, right, right. And then all of a sudden you have to worry about that shit. And I would lay in bed staring at the ceiling trying to go through all oh, my stuff. Yes. Like, how do I cover this? How do I cover this? Now I don't lie. And it's fucking awesome. I'll really? Just, I'll just tell like uh, – so the lady I'm seeing right now lives in Minneapolis. I live three hours away from Minneapolis. Oh, boy. the Minneapolis airport. So I'll fly in and she'll be like, uh, hey, are you coming right over? I'm like, No. I'm not. I'm going to go home. I'll come back in a couple of days. I just don't feel like it. Wow. And she's like, okay, well, th- you know, thanks. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll see you in a couple of days, and I'll be, I'll be in a much better mood, and we'll have tons of fun. But right now, it's just we'll sit around, and it would be awful. Yes. Wow, that's good. Rigorous honesty. This would be a great Jim Carrey movie. Some, <laughs> sometimes you deal with, uh, you know, 10 minutes of, of consequences, but other times it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's better than saying, like I said before, you know, I, oh, my flight doesn't land till this. And yeah, so like, right, hey. right. Yeah, I break out in hives if I'm lying. I can't do it. Oh, I, wow. I, I've tried to do a bit about this. I physically, I don't, I never lie because I'm physically not able to. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to lie, but I, I'm like, 
and everyone can see it, and I, my you face turns all red. Stuff, you're bad at lying, and you have a loose asshole. Yes. You're like the perfect human being. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on here. And so if I try, it's just it's clear. I'm bad. Even yeah. when uh, we've been together, and I'm like, you got to do the lying. And then yeah. even when you're saying stuff, I'm like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm looking the other it. way. Yeah, it's easy peasy. It's second nature. You know, I've lied so much where it's like, oh, my flight's late. It's not coming. I won't be there for a week. The plane broke, you know, and like all this shit. And I just build and build. Yep. It's like that Mark Twain quote. You know, if you, if you don't lie, you don't have to remember anything. Right. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah. But, I, uh, we might have to wrap up here. You gotta get to therapy for God's sakes. I gotta go lie to my therapist. Hey, my oh, plane hasn't landed yet. We feel we feel <laughs> terrible. You came all this way, and we no, had to do I, an abbreviated I, situation here. I almost here. texted and said, "Listen, now it's at three forty-nine. I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I knew you guys had to leave, but I wanted to prove I was coming here." No, no, we uh, well, we didn't think you were lying. I just wanted to say uh, hello and let you know that I did start the trip, and I wasn't just sitting in Brooklyn going, "Oh shit, my Uber." <laughs> uh, no, no, we appreciate it, We've but all done uh, that. yeah, we have. Done that. So well, I, felt, I knew it was going to be a stormy day because yeah. I, I always get nervous. This is how I feel that I'm like, you're just sitting there going, ah, oh, I said I was going to do this goddamn podcast and I want to kill myself. Right, I'm the same way. I like I to always give it. people like, hey, if you don't want to come, right? No, right. When, when you asked, I actually planned a bunch of other stuff around this to be here, to be in the oh, city. So, I, but, so I have a bunch of no, no, no. I'm saying like I have a bunch of other stuff still. Oh, oh great. Good, okay, good, okay, good. All right, all right. So it's yeah, because we felt terrible that you're getting here and we have eight we, minutes and then we're yeah. both going to leave. No, nope, not at all. I, I appreciate you guys having me on for sure. I've been looking forward to this. Oh. Great. Well, did, so how did you ruin your mom's b- birthday, by the way? Uh, we had a surprise birthday party for her, and she knew I wasn't telling any white lies. Uh-huh. And she, said, oh. she said, why are we going uh, to the Legion? And I said, well, you need to know that um, not only do I tell the truth, but I'm telling all of the truth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she said, well, I want to know why we're going. And I said, because we invited all your friends and some of them from high school for a 60th surprise birthday party. Oh, my God. This <laughs> but, is insane. But that's the thing about surprise parties. It's been pointed out before. It's still the same party. Yeah, but the surprise is everything. No, the surprise is nothing. The no. surprise is just, whoa, and then it's the same party. Yeah, it was a good party. And she, and she knew, and then she, you know, she felt um, like she kind of had time also to remember people's names. She was going through her Rolodex. Oh, as that's we good. Were going, and so instead of just being put on the spot, right, and having your heart beating and not remembering a name. So I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't give a shit. Right, you're just she doing still, it. She still had a party, and yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't break the honesty deal. Well, now are you back to lying a little bit here and there if you have to? No, I mean there are times where I'll fuck with my kids just for a second. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know if I could do it, Chad. I, I want to talk more about this. I'm so fascinated. Well, it, it, uh, it, you know, they say honesty will set you free, or is that what they say? Yeah, maybe um, they say the that. truth will set the you free. The truth will set you free. Yes. There you go. And uh, I got to tell you, they were so right. It just really, it, yeah, it feels terrific. Wow. But see, I'm so scared if I tell my gal, hey, I just need some, I'll see it in a day. She'd be like, this guy doesn't like me at all. Well, I, I kind of explained to the girl I'm seeing, I was like, just, I mean, I'm going to be very honest with you, but you need to know this is out of respect. So if I ever say I don't want to come over, it's because I'm being very serious. It won't be fun. Yes. And I'm just, uh, I'm being respectful of your time, and, and, but I will come back in two days and we'll hang out and have a great time. Wow. Wow. I love it. What all a right. mantra. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure I'll. Now that must be hard to deal with. Uh, <laughs> we gonna ra- I don't want you to miss therapy here. I gotta, so, I'm gonna run. but it must be hard with uh, comedy. I'll see you tonight. Yeah, I'll see you tonight. Okay. All right, you go. I'll wrap it up. Wrap. We're wrapping up, Shelby. Don't worry. Check my website for dates and buy Chad's album. But uh, that must be hard with comedy. If someone's like, "Hey, what'd you think of my set?" Do you have to say you're a piece of shit? You suck. You're a hack. No, Kill but yourself? so like. 
So question. 10 years ago, I was kind of like a comedy snob. I started getting this bullshit comedy snob stuff. Oh, thanks. And uh, But now I really look for good spots in the set. So if somebody says, how is my set? Uh-huh. I say, uh, well, I really like this and I really like this. And if they ask me point blank, like, what do you think of the entire set? I go, well, not necessarily my cup of tea. But oh, wow. Boy, I can't imagine saying that. I always just pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> I'll just come out and be like, hey, how'd it go? Or how, do, how did you like them? Or something like that. That's the best way to do it. Because I also don't want to say great set to somebody and then keep them in comedy for six months. Sure. Well, I, I remember um, one time you didn't even ask me how your set went when we were in Toledo, Ohio together. Oh, yeah. A Saturday early show. And I just let you know point blank that you fucking buried me before oh, I even well, went on stage. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, that they. Gross. Oh, thanks. That makes me feel good. I don't know about buried, but. It uh, feels good to me. Yeah, we went and saw that uh, the movie with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. What was the one there with the big, uh, you know, the one with the arrows and Hunger shit? Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, yes, okay. that was the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I hadn't heard of at the time. I didn't know it was like a big thing. It turned out to be okay. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't. Uh, that's not my cup of tea, but I enjoyed going. <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be. On. I love being honest. It's really fun, and I'm not good at lying. But Mark is. Mark lies a lot, yet is not good at lying. Oh, that's a tough place to be. Like one time, uh, the first time I, we ever hung out, we drove. Uh, I, I, we got to wrap up. I apologize. But we were driving to uh, Boston, and then his girlfriend called at the time. His girlfriend at the time. And uh, he didn't want to talk to her. So we just kept going, well, we're driving to uh, Boston. I, I can't talk. There's five of us in the car. And uh, we're taking turns driving. So I'm driving. <laughs> and it was a thing of like, why would we be taking turns driving? It's a 200-mile trip. <laughs> what difference does it make if there's five people in the car? Why don't you just say you're in the car? And then he kept talking, and he was like, uh-oh, there's a big patch of ice coming up here. I got to go. All right. Like, you can't just see ice coming up. And, like, we're doing 70 miles an hour. It would have been gone in a second. I'm like, did she buy all that? He's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, this person is like, something's wrong with her. Yeah, he must have had her hooked pretty, pretty hard. Like, if someone called me and was like, I'm driving from New York to Boston. We're each taking turns driving. I'd be like, what? I mean, maybe if you just don't know geography, I guess. Like, I don't know the South that well. Maybe New Orleans. and I still would have been, like, taking turns driving. You guys can... Okay, great. You're best friends now. Leave me out of it. Right, right. Don't call me back. It's very... Uh, yeah, exactly. Very strange. But anyways, all right. We got to go. We're over time here. Sorry that uh, we missed you. No, that's my fault. Thank you for having me, and thank you for sticking around over there. I appreciate that. That's Shelby. He's Shelby, our producer. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, where can they, they find you on the business? Plug some oh, things. Just do chaddaniels.com. Horrible, horrible website. You can find me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at uh, thatchaddaniels. And uh, then, yeah, I have uh, Footprints on the Moon is on iTunes if you want to snag it up, or you can listen on Spotify or Pandora, too. Yeah, it's a killer album. We really did listen. We loved it. Oh, and nice. uh, If yeah, you go to Pandora or Spotify, there's four other albums on there that you can listen to once you punch my name in. So it's, good. it's a good car ride stuff. Yeah, get in there and uh, check it out. One of the best comics uh, in the whole world. And highly, re everyone loves you here. Everyone's like, you know this Chad Daniels guy? And a lot of these comics in New York, they don't work the road, so they don't meet or see people. Sure. So, like, you ever hear this guy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I know who he is. But in New York, they're like, this crazy fucking being came from out of nowhere, and it's amazing. And you're like, yeah, there's lots of people working in the middle of the country that are really great at comedy. Um, but anyway, well, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at Mark Norm. He's dead. Uh, at Joe List Comedy. And Charlottesville, Virginia, for God's sakes, they're going to shoot me in the face if people don't come. November 16th at the Southern. You ever do that room? Uh-uh. 
Oh, it's a rock club, I guess. It's amazing, but... Uh, but they shoot people in the face. <laughs> if you don't so come... That's not good. You guys should go. Yeah, so please go. And then I'm at, back at the Big Hunt in D.C. on the 18th, on the way back from uh, Charlottesville. And then Hasbrook Heights Bananas, December 1st and 2nd. Hey, speaking of bananas, I'll be at Go Bananas in Cincinnati, November 2nd through 5th. There you go. Hey, go look, to that I club. I did a plug. Was it December 2nd through the 5th? Yeah, November, go there. Yeah. Cincinnati. We got in a big fight one time. Which is better, Cincinnati... Or Cleveland. Can you settle this for us? I cannot. Damn it. Uh, but which do you like better? You must like Cincinnati. one of them better. That's what I said. I'm a Cincy guy. Mark's a Cleveland guy. All right. Go see Chad at uh, Go Bananas in Cincinnati. And uh, check out my website, Comedian Joe List. I love you. I'm gay. Goodbye. Goodbye.